welcome to the Soul Power Podcast with Stephanie Z, where we talk all things faith, love, and healing. I'm so excited to have you as part of our extended family, and I really look forward to meeting you in person soon. Welcome to the Soul Power Podcast with myself, Stephanie Z. Happy Monday and welcome to Magical Mondays, fam. So excited to have you here. I am feeling so joyful, so grateful. My heart is like literally overflowing with so much love right now. It is just wild. And I'm like sitting here in just awe of of life. And um, I'm so grateful and so thankful to be with you here, especially on this magical Monday. There is a lot of magic, a lot of juice that we're going to talk about today. Um, You may or may not know, but J-Lo and Ben Affleck actually tied the knot over the weekend. Um, You may care about that, you may not, but there is a really profound underlying message that I want to share with you in a hot minute. We're going to come back to them in a minute. Um, So the topic of today is, do you follow the signs? Now, I'm going to make a bit of an assumption here and say, when you're feeling really high vibe, like I am right now, really grateful, like life is amazing, you're going to trust and you're going to follow the signs. However, I'm going to make an assumption when you're feeling low vibe, like life ain't working out for you, you're probably going to not even notice the signs. And if you do, you'll be like, it's a coincidence. Now, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, And there's never going to be a right or a wrong answer, but I just really want you to think about, you know, like when you're in a really powerful, beautiful state, a lot of the time you notice these signs and when you follow them, your life is so much easier. So I posted on my social media um, actually last night and yesterday about um, going and watching Elvis. And funnily enough, I actually did a poll on my socials around, um, it was the first time I ever went to the movies on my own. And I actually asked, you know, I said, oh, like, have you ever been to the the movies on your own? And I think I had like, I've had about, I don't know, 40 different people from Instagram and Facebook um, respond. And I'd have to say about 75% of people said yes, which I was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. I went last night and I had such a great time. All my friends were busy. I was like, right, I'm still going to go by myself. Something is calling me there. And this is the thing. Only you know in your heart and soul what signs are for you. Only you know. So a lot of the time we have messages or signs or like intuitive feelings, like that gut feeling or that, that knowingness, but we ignore. So a few days ago, there was a, like an inkling. I think it was a Friday actually. Um, and I felt really called cool to go and watch Elvis. And there was just like this nudge, like go and watch it, go and watch it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of like pushed it down. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe go tonight. And like, I kind of procrastinated. And then I thought maybe this Saturday and I thought, no, no, no. And then I was feeling um, I, I sort of was going through something a little bit on Friday and then I was like, Oh no, I'm sort of all good with it now. So sometimes what will happen is when you're going through something, it's almost like grace comes in and, you know, he's trying to like raise you up feeling really good on the Thursday. And then somehow it came up in conversation. Oh no, you know what it was? I was meditating and I was sharing some downloads with some of my amazing, um, I've got some clients that are working with me at the moment on my coaching taste tester, like a seven day taste tester. And I often get downloads for them. And for one of them, I actually got a download um, and shared with them to go and watch Elvis. I said like, you know, have you been spontaneous lately? Um, And have you actually gone and done something fun? And they were like, no. And I'm like, well, there's something there for you. And then I kind of was like, hang on a second. That came through for me too. Why haven't I gone and done it? So then before I knew what I booked and I was going. The reason I want to share this with you is I knew in my heart and soul, I was like, there's some message here that is coming from my heart and soul that is for the, my higher self, right? There's a message here that it's wanting me to get. 
And this is the perfect opportunity for me to get that lesson. So I'm actually going to read some of my journal out to you in a hot minute, but it was so powerful. I literally went in there. The movie just blew me away. Basma Lerman, the director, like Austin Butler, the actor, like I was just absolutely mesmerized. It was almost a three hour movie. Like I was just like captivated. I was like, wow. Anyways, as I'm like leaving the movie theater, like a few of us were like driving out and these fireworks just start going off. And so I'm like, I'm just going to stop my car. And so all of these people started stopping their cars and we all just like got out and started watching these amazing fireworks. I went off for like 10 or 15 minutes and I was like, wow, like, wow. It just felt like it was like another confirmation that we were all on the right path felt like it was another sign. And it was really interesting because you might know the saying that they often would say like, you know, Elvis has left the building kind of thing. And it was like, kaboom, like, geez, like talk about like, you know, like a finale. And it made me start thinking about like, you know, shine bright, like shine your light, shine your light, like never dim your light for no one, never dim your light. So I got home and I was like, okay, like I knew that I was guided there for a reason. So I was like, all right, what did I learn from this experience? Like, what were the learnings? So some of the things that I actually wrote down, there was actually a quote right at the beginning of the movie. And I realized later on, I went and kind of Googled a few things. And I I think I figured out what the quote was just based on doing a bit of stalking of Baz Luhrmann. But it was interesting when I sat down, I couldn't read it fast enough because it kind of flicked over. But I read it as a fear-lived life is a life half-lived And what that meant is, you know, a fear-lived life is a life half-lived. That's the actual quote, right? That's the actual quote, not the one that I interpreted. So that's really saying, you know, like when you are living in fear constantly, you're only going to live half a life. And I'm like, how true is that? But the way I originally read it when I sat down, because it all happened so fast, I couldn't read the whole thing, was a life lived is a fear-lived life. And to me, what that means is to truly feel alive and to live like fully, we will experience fear and that's okay, right? You can't fully live life without feeling fear. The difference between living a full life and living a half life is do you step into faith and courage and go beyond the fear? Because fear is going to show up, right? Do you trust the signs? Do you follow the signs? The other like learning and lesson I got was, you know, be courageous and brave, Be courageous and brave, which really means that sometimes you need to do the hard thing. So like I remember a piece of the movie, like they were showing, you'd probably know about, you know, J.F. Kennedy, I believe the president in America. Um, Elvis was doing like a, you know, a show on TV, which was a really big deal. And they like were in the middle of it and they found out that, yeah, J.F. Kennedy was shot. And Elvis and his team, like he was like, you know, we need to do something like we need to like we, we need to harness this power that we have right now and we need to send a message to the people. And his music was very much inspired by gospel music and, and, and um, worship music. And they stayed up all night and wrote this powerful song about redemption. And he got on um, TV the next morning and he sang that song and his career just skyrocketed again. And what that made me realise is, the reason that the people like Elvis or like J-Lo or whoever, whoever they are, we'll talk about Kanye West because he, he loves to, <laughs> loves to um, speak his truth. But the reason they are who they are and the reason they are where they are is because they're courageous and brave. And they say, Taylor Swift, right? They say what people are thinking, but are too afraid to say. They say what people are thinking, but everybody else is too afraid to say. They do the hard things. 
you know, I was watching Brene Brown again, totally talk about the signs for some reason. I was like, I've watched her, you know, um, what is it? Something to courage, a call to courage on Netflix before. And um, I watched it again. And I was like, picked up all these new things. I'm like, I need to listen to this again. It was just so profound. And she was saying, you know, you cannot have courage without vulnerability. Like courage is vulnerability. Courage, like right now, me right now, this is courage, right? I am like being vulnerable. I am sharing so many things and there are going to be people that are not going to like it. And there are going to be people that love it. And, and that's okay. And everyone is going to interpret it in their own way because we're not all meant to be the same. And it's like, you have to be okay with that, you know, but there is no fully lived life if you don't follow the signs and if you don't step into courage and faith, right? The other thing is um, that I wrote down was, you know, staying true to who you are and never letting anyone dim your light or your shine. You know, they were for so long, if you know Elvis's story, like he was obviously coming out doing these wild dance moves. I, I look at that now and I think, oh my God, what we have on TV these days, what's it going to be like in the next 20, 50 years, Jesus? Pornos on freaking stage for God, God knows what's going to happen anyways. But he stayed true to who he was. Like people wanted to change him and his mum reminded him that, you know, like this is a gift from God. Like you have been given this for a reason. Like you have to trust that. And he completely changed history, but he stayed true to who he was. And that meant freaking courage. That meant he could, you know, people weren't going to like him. That means that he could have lost his whole entire career and he almost did, right? The other thing is, you know, and I know Tony Robbins often talks about this, but like modeling those who were successful. So like later on when his career was going down the toilet, he went and hired these other guys that, you know, like really blew up. I think it was James Dean, maybe I'm trying to remember, but like, you know, he knew what he wanted. He was like, okay, who are the people that I desire to be like? Okay. These people. And he went and got them and worked with them and his whole career completely transformed and blew up. The other thing is, you know, this was something that I wrote and I was like trying to explain this. And I was like, you become a star based on your talent, right? your uniqueness to be different and stand out, which basically means be you because only you can be you. Everybody else is taken. So it's like, the, and the other piece for it is the light that shines from you comes from your heart and soul. And a lot of that comes from how much you love what you do and how much you choose to put your whole heart and soul into it. There is a light that shines from your face. There is a light that shines from your body. There is a light that comes out of you. Like when your whole heart and whole soul are in it, it's just you can't fake that shit. It's like it's either there or it's not. And when you come from your heart and you come from your soul, it literally shines out of you. And like your uniqueness is to be different and to be different is to be you. That's it. That's it. To stand out is to be you. To be different is to be you. To be unique is to be you. Nobody else. The other piece is, yeah, you stand out by being unapologetically you, no one else. You stand out by being unapologetically you, no one else. I really love that bit, right? When you're ready, the right people will come along. You don't have to worry about that thing. When you keep showing up every single day, you follow the signs, you trust your intuition, you trust your inner knowing, you trust that you're guided. When you keep saying yes and you keep following through and you keep following through, the right people will come along. They will come along, right? And the other piece is, you know, um, 
you need to create time for fun and laughter along the journey because so many people, myself included, sometimes you can get so focused on the destination that you forget that it's about the journey. It's about the process and you need to have fun along the way. That's what it's all about, right? Otherwise, before you know it, your whole life goes by. Um, and the, the sort of the last piece that I wrote here is, you know, like express yourself, express yourself, you know, love and dance and sing whenever and wherever, like, you know, so many people are afraid to show their light. So many people are afraid to, you know, if you walk down the street and you're like skipping, I sometimes do this skip down the street and you're singing, like people think you're a weirdo people like, what is wrong with this person? It's like, it's, it's how messed up is it in society that it's like, if you're that happy, it's like, what's wrong with you? But it's like, if you're depressed and you're sad and you're mopey, it's like, oh, that's totally normal. We need to like, we need to reframe. We need to like change this dynamic. And this is a big part of like why I want to do what I do. It's like being okay to shine your freaking light, being okay to just be you. Doesn't matter if people don't like you. A lot of the time people aren't going to like you because you're reflecting back to them a part of them that they are disowning, a part of them that they are not choosing to show up for a part of them that they have dimmed their light down on and you're reflecting back to them their potential and then their soul is recognizing that I ain't showing up for my potential and sometimes if the soul don't like it and it's not in a great place it wants to tear other people down and that's what just like happens right and the last piece is that I really you know took from it as well is you know appreciate and make time and effort for the ones you love gosh life is so fast-paced Life is so fast paced and there is always something to be doing, but it's like, you know, I remember listening to a YouTube clip. I think it was last week. I don't know if Gary Vee was talking about it. I can't remember someone. And they had talked about like interviewing, you know, people in nursing homes or like the elderly, you know, when they were like really at the end of their life. And the two biggest things that they talked about was the, the relationships that they had with people and their memories, their experiences. I repeat that the relationships that they had, and their memories, which were their experiences. So if you're playing life safe, you got to ask yourself, is that really a life being fully lived? Something to think about. So as I share all of this with you, amazing extended fam, I want to come back. This is, this is how powerful synchronicity is, right? And signs. I was like blown away. So JLo has this amazing, um, you know, personal mailing list. It's called On The JLo. I've been on it for the last few months. So where she'll, she'll share personal things that's going on in her life first in that place. So I seen an email come through early this morning and um, basically it said, yeah, that her and Ben, that they got married on the weekend in Vegas um, with their kids there. And yeah, no media found out or anything like that. And she's like, we literally did it. And what I found so profound was I was reading it and I literally I, I built myself up so much this morning. Like I, gosh, I was like praying this morning and I was giving thanks this morning and the energy was just so like, oh my goodness, my heart. And I just happened to read this and I was overwhelmed with emotion, but just so much gratitude and love because it made me realize what is possible for us. You know, when it's real, you can be patient. And when it's real, you can trust and know that it will come to you. When you're a good person and you show up, like it won't pass you by. It might not come in your time frame when you think it's going to come, but it will come. And that's always been, I, I know this in my heart and soul. And what she was, sh- uh, what she was saying, I was 
finding it very fascinating because Elvis, the last part of the movie is all in Vegas. And then she talks about being in Vegas and that they went and got married at just a white chapel. They literally just rocked up. She was like, there was a couple in front of us, a couple behind us. We're literally at the chapel. It was like 12, 30 at night. They were about to close and they ended up staying a little bit like later open for them so they could get some photos in like a pink Cadillac convertible. And she actually shared in, in, you know, shared this with us that evidently it was once used by the king himself, like Elvis. I'm like, what are the synchronicities that I'm watching Elvis last night? He's in his pink Cadillac. All of a sudden this morning, I happened to read this post by JLo. And I want to talk to you about what she represents for me and why this is so profound for me. And I really want you to think about your life and who are the people in your life that represent this for you? For me, like JLo represents what's possible. She represents someone who has stepped 100% into the highest possible version of herself. And as she keeps saying, she's just getting started and she's 50. She's like, I'm just getting started. She's someone who came from the Bronx. She's someone who, inverted commas, you wouldn't think would make it, right? And she has become a freaking superstar. I've been listening to some of her older music back in the day. Her singing wasn't too bad. You know, I sing. It wasn't too bad. Her singing now like blows my mind. And you know what? She just kept getting better and she kept getting better and she kept putting herself out there and she kept moving forward and she kept trusting herself and she kept following the signs. And she's become a freaking global superstar because she never freaking gave up. She just kept going and she kept going and she kept going and she kept going. And this is what inspires me, you know, like, Every single day you have a choice. Do you continue to move forward or do you fall back? And if you fall back and you get off the horse, that's okay. But are you going to get back on the horse again? Right? So like for me, she really like reflects what is possible for all of us. Like when you choose to truly, you know, step into the highest possible version of yourself, that is what is possible. And, you know, I've watched her her movie on Netflix a, a few times. And every time I watch it, I cry and I cry I cry again, like I cried in, at the end of Elvis, you know, I cried because again, I know in my heart and soul what my soul is telling me, like, this is possible. This is possible. You are here for greatness. You can shine your light. You can step into the host, uh, highest possible version of yourself and you have a choice. I remember listening to Vanessa Hudgenson talk on the Kelly Clarkson show one day. And she said that she saw Kelly Clarkson on, um, what was it? America's Got Talent, one of those shows anyways, American Idol, sorry, like 20 years ago. They've both been in the game for 20 years. And that's another thing is stop underestimating what you can do in like one year. Like most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in a decade. Like keep going, keep following the signs. But I remember Vanessa saying like, I love her because I watched High School Musical like about freaking, I don't know. I reckon I've literally watched that show probably 30 times at least. So the man I end up with one day, he's got to enjoy me watching High School Musical because it makes me so happy. So, yeah, and she said she watched Kelly Clarkson on American Idol and in that moment she made a decision. She goes, you inspire me, you made me, made a decision. She's like, I was going to go on American Idol. But in the same week she had already auditioned for High School Musical and the rest is history. So it's like, you know, like when you choose to show up and shine your light, like I hope right now I'm inspiring you and empowering you and enlightening you in some way for you to realize whatever dream is on your heart right now, you can make it happen. Yes, it's not going to happen overnight. Yes, you're going to fall flat on your face. Yes, you're going to fail. Yes, it's going to fucking suck. Yes, it's going to hurt. But guess what? You're going to get to the end of your life and you're going to be like, I freaking lived as a highest possible version 
of myself. And that is something to be proud of. Something Brene Brown said the other day is, you know, you will fail. And she goes, you get punched down and you're in the ring. And she's like, and you fall flat on your face. And she goes, and then you see someone else in the ring that's fallen down. And you realize that they are also showing up, that they are stepping into their vulnerability and their courage. And she's like, you only listen to the people that are also in the ring, you know, willing to get, you know, their ass kicked. You don't listen to anyone that ain't in the ring getting their ass kicked. You listen to the ones that are giving it a go because they're the ones that understand, you know, like this life is meant to be lived, fam. This life is meant to be lived. So going back also to JLo and Ben, like following their story of like them coming back around 20 years later, like that also for me, like I just love, love. And I just think what they've created has been incredible and their journey of like finding themselves. And it was also a confirmation for me of being on the right path because I know in my heart and soul that I have already met my divine life life partner in my heart and soul, like that he's there. And it's like, you know, society sometimes wants to come in and, and put pressures on you. And I'm like, no, I just have an inner knowing, like I'm just trusting my own journey. I am trusting my own inner voice in the own little whispers. Nobody else has to understand. Nobody else is, you know, getting that guidance. I get that guidance and everyone's on their own journey and that's okay. But I choose to listen to my own inner voice because it's led me this far. That's another thing. Only you know the signs that are for you. Nobody else hears the whispers that you hear. Nobody else hears the whispers that you hear. Nobody else hears the inner knowing and that gut, those gut feelings. Nobody. They're only for you. You have your own path and we're all in our own path, right? The other thing that I want to remind you with signs, you know, with the whole talking about love right now is it's not about like waiting for someone. Like the other thing is, you should never wait for someone. You should never wait for life to happen to you or for things to come to you. It's about choosing to live life in the moment every single day as much as you can, choosing to show up every single day. Like the signs come to you all day, every day, but often you'll miss them. Or sometimes what happens, which is even worse, is you doubt them or you go, oh, that's just a coincidence. That's just a coincidence. Oh, nah, that's. And then so think about this. If you had a little magical fairy on your shoulder every day that was guiding you and then you kept brushing it off the signs of, oh, it's just a coincidence. Oh, that's just nothing. Oh, it's just a coincidence. Would you want to continue hanging around and guiding you? (laughs) Or would you want to go to somebody else that's like, wow, I am so grateful for this sign, this white feather that I'm seeing right now. Like, again, like my sign was trusting the inner knowing to go to Elvis. And then this morning, and it was like, wow, like, I'm so grateful. I know there's more signs that are going to come to me today. Like, even with being you here, being with you here right now, like I am so fulfilled, like right now, like I'm just so grateful because that listening to that sign and trusting that and and going to the movie and then, you know, journaling last night, all my learnings and this morning waking up and, and reading that post and then like sharing this with you in this podcast. I'm like, wow, like the ripple effect that's happening from this is wild. So my invitation is, you know, are you going to choose to listen to the signs and be grateful for the signs? Or are you going to choose to say that they're a coincidence? Because there's a famous quote that says, there are two ways that you can live life. You can live your life as though nothing is a miracle or as though everything is a miracle. But ultimately, you get to choose which way you look at it. 
And if you're anything like me, I know in your heart and soul that you desire to live life as though everything is a miracle. I love you. Thank you so much for listening and for being a part of my extended family. And if you would like to learn more about the Soul Circle and Soul Power Experience, there are links below in the description box for you to fill out. And as I always say, from my heart to your heart, I love you. Gonna show up.